Back on all, Testimony Prophetic Link, Lori Facebook, at Baba Testimony 123, Lori Instagram, Jesu Lolua. Oh, do but man, oh, yo, Kotila. Fresh one, 7.9 FM, la Luma. Okay, fala, fala. Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel-good music.
Fresh 107.9 FM, your feel-good radio. Staying with us is Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkuta. Today, Tuesday, the first day in the month of June 2021. Happy New Month to you. Thank you for choosing your feel good radio. It's freshly pressed uh, this Tuesday morning. Uh, we'll kickstart a new month uh, open that it turns out to be a better one uh, than we had uh, in uh, the month of May. The month of May, of course, uh, added up and ups and downs. Uh, the op- as, uh, June will be a lot friendlier. And today we begin to see uh, what the month holds. Uh, as you get out to your workplaces this morning, we wish you the very best. Thank you for choosing Fresh FM. Uh, it's time to take a look at the headlines on dailies this morning. Freshly pressed this Tuesday. Wale Bakar is my name. Uh, we'll go ahead and mention some of the headlines. Uh, first off, and then, uh, you know, get talking uh, this uh, morning. Quite a number of them to look out for. The Punch, The Guardian, The Nigerian Tribune, The Nigerian Gateway, The Pen Pushing Newspapers, uh, some of the options available to us this uh, morning. Uh, the lot of them crawling uh, with a number of headlines to look out for. Uh, the Punch says, Killing fields, airborne headsmen, killings rise to 52. Niger bandits kill 16. Uh, that's on the Punch uh, this uh, morning. Gunmen rob 25 or your estate households steal money with POS machine. Uh, is also there. Uh, on the punch this uh, morning. Oil export revenue dropped by 98% in April. That's according to the NNPC. Uh, it's also there uh, to look out for. San, others berate Buhari regime for attack on Chowere. It's also there on the punch this uh, morning. NNPC plans to acquire stakes in six private refineries. Man promises Ogun woman in search of shop assistance. Rapes her. It's also there on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Obaseki Oshiomole says conflict unfortunate. Izeyamu pleads for 14 lawmakers. Is there as well to look out for. I bet you remember those 14 lawmakers. Uh, that story was a well celebrated one. IPOP celebrates success of seat at home order. Is on the Nigeria Tribune this morning. A former judge shot dead in Enugu as residents comply with Sitatom order. It's also on the Tribune. Gunmen kill immigration officer in Imo. is another 
uh, to look out for. Shell facilities set ablaze by gunmen in Imo. Also there uh, on the Nigeria Tribune. The Nigeria Tribune uh, has a number of stories uh, talking about the citadel order issued by the proscribed indigenous people of Biafra uh, yesterday. Uh, it did, uh, well, get some level of success. Uh, is there on the law of the daily? The Guardian says Southeast shuts down as residents obey IPOP's Sitatom order. Uh, that's there uh, on the Guardian uh, this uh, morning. The Guardian also Uzadima lacks capacity to secure Imo. Reps caucus insists. Lawan Omoagege Oaneze APC deplore Gulak's murder. Urge probe is also there on the Guardian. Half of Benue land. Occupied by Edda's son X DG laments uh, is also there uh, on the Guardian uh, this uh, morning. Uh, we must re-strategize to win anti-terror war. COS tells GOCs others uh, is another. Nigeria can afford COVID-19 third wave. Federal government wants deactivates passports of advisory violators. FG to increase vaccine acquisition drive, oxygen reserve capacity for COVID-19 third wave is there on The Guardian as well uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Uh, the Premium Times, uh, they have the latest COVID numbers reported by the NCDC. Uh, quite a number of talks as uh, about the COVID-19, uh, talks about uh, needing to um, act to avoid a possible third wave. Uh, just um, yesterday there were. Uh, there was uh, the warning by a UK doctor uh, who had said uh, that there could be uh, the third wave of uh, the COVID-19 in the UK. And, you know, uh, that, of course, would get a lot of people uh, talking. But is there uh, on the in on a lot of the dailies uh, this morning? Buhari speaks on kidnap of 200 Islamic school students is on the Premium Times. One dead, 50 houses raised in Gombe communal clash. Also on the Premium Times, the pen-pushing newspapers, Afeni Ferry demands new constitution as precondition for 2023 election in Nigeria. Uh, there is also desire to be rich, not yet stick for success in journalism. Pen-pushing founder cautions upcoming journalists. That's an interesting one. Is there on the pen-pushing newspapers uh, to look out for as well uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the Nigerian News Direct also with some headlines uh, for you uh, to look out for this uh, morning. I'll definitely get to uh, mention some, but we'll definitely talk 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 about some of these headlines uh, this uh, morning. Mr. Samson Akindale is with me this morning. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, great to have you join us this Tuesday morning. Happy New Month, by the way. Yeah, happy New Month, Wale. Good morning. Uh, good morning, dear listener. It's good to be here again. Well, the lot of the dailies are crawling with uh, you know, stories about the security situation in the country. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just um, really sad when you see some of these reports uh, chronicling a list of things uh, that happened across, uh, you know, the uh, that have been happening across the country in the last couple of days. But uh, the IPOP State at Home Order uh, is on uh, many of the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Uh, let's uh, mention from The Guardian uh, this uh, Tuesday, The Guardian says Southeast shuts down as residents obey IPOP's sit-at-home order. Uh, is there 
uh, on the Guardian comes with a number of riders. Three policemen killed in Enugu, five residents in Eboy. Again, gunmen born Imo police station. Gulak's death is clear political assassination, says Uzodima Wike. It is too early for Uzodima to assume cause of killing. IPOP spokesman rates Biafra Day observance 100% successful. IOR leaders warn northerners to limit travel to southeast. Uh, that's, uh, so those are some of the riders that come with it. Now, it was a tale of two worlds in yesterday's Remembrance Day observed in the five southeastern states, Abia, Anambra, Eboy, Enugu, and Imo, and in the United States of America. While U.S. President Joe Biden saluted the uh, tomb of the unknown soldier in memory of its fallen service members at the National Cemetery, streets in southeast Nigeria were deserted as the former separatist region commemorated the death of over one million people who died in the Biafra War half a century ago. Markets and roads were empty in the major cities of Aba, Oweri, and Oka out of the former Republic of Biafra in a renewed push by the separatist indigenous people of Biafra to remember the war victims and heroes with a strict order for people to remain indoors yesterday. In Imo, economic and social activities in all the 27 local councils suffered a serious setback as everyone remained indoors. Apart from those who opted to respect the IPOP at home order, many others stayed away for fear of being arrested by security personnel who had been deployed to keep the peace after Sunday's gruesome murder of ex-presidential aide Ahmed Gulak. The roads were deserted, markets were closed, and public transport services were withdrawn by operators. Some school owners announced compulsory midterm holiday to enable pupils remain at home with their parents. Uh, military helicopters were seen hovering around the Samun Bakwe Kago Airport as part of security surveillance uh, in the area. Uh, well, this year, the Biafra Day was marked differently. The regular street parades that usually attract every response from security agencies was missing. The leader of IPOB, Nam Dekanu, had while giving directives on the observance of this year's day, strictly warned against any street protests, saying that people should stay indoors and mourn the fallen Biafra heroes who died in the 30-month civil war and those who have been killed by security forces in the ongoing crackdown on separatist agitators. Well, the report... Uh, talks about uh, the situation across uh, parts of the southeast, uh, Eboye, Anambra, um, you know, um, Abia, and um, Enugu, and the like. So now uh, it was you know, almost a similar situation in all the states as uh, residents stayed home. Uh, some of them uh, to obey the order, some for fear of uh, you know whatever could happen if they were found outside. And um, there's been uh, a lot of reactions to the. Um, death of uh, the former presidential aide Ahmed Gulak. Uh, the Imo State Governor Opus Adima expressed shock over the killing of the APC stalwart, describing the incident as an unfortunate, clear case of political assassination. Uh, the governor of uh, Rivers, Nisan Wike, in his own reaction, has said that his Imo State counterpart was hasty in pronouncing the death of Gulak as political assassination. While appearing as a guest on Channel TV Politics Today last night, Wike said his Imo counterpart should have exercised patience and allowed security agencies to do the job for which they were established. Well, uh, the he goes on and on. Is there on the Guardian this morning? There are some of the stories uh, talking about uh, how the. Um, minority caucus in the House of Representatives, how they believe that uh, the situation in Imo is as a result of the governor's failure. And they believe that the governor just does not have the capacity uh, to ensure peace in Imo. Uh, is a report that is on one of the dailies as well. Uzadima lacks capacity to secure Imo. Reps caucus insists. Uh, that's there uh, on the Guardian as well uh, to look out for this uh, morning. Uh, one has to say that, you know, 
for the Cirado murder issued by IPOB, there was some uh, level of apprehension as to uh, what could happen or whether, you know, uh, so, uh, what could just be the fallout of, of that order and uh, what what we could, whether there could be some security crackdowns. But uh, it went relatively low-key yesterday. A lot of the residents stayed indoors, although there are reports of a number of things that happened across some uh, parts of the southeast. Uh, we hear that another police station in Imo uh, was set ablaze again. Uh, the three policemen killed in Enugu, five residents in Eboni uh, is another uh, of the report. Uh, but, you know, what, what, what were your thoughts? What were your expectations out of yesterday's Sidatoma as against what really happened? Uh, w- well, um, my, my first uh, expectation was that um, it was going to be complied with. Now, com- being complied with uh, came with a force majeure that um, the majority of the people in the South is had no choice but to stay at home. Um, it's not to take the importance of the day away for, for the Easterners, for those who witnessed the war, for those who lost people, for those who did not even lose anyone, but witness all that happened. You know, um, it's a day of importance. It's a day of remembrance. So, but for, for, for the majority, especially the traders, I remember this kind of um, sit-at-home order, you know, being given about three or four years ago. And um, certain shops were looted. Now in the southeast, nobody wants to take that kind of risk. Risk. Um, one must admit again that um, some people who really want you know those fallen heroes to be honored but the, the, the seat at home has another meaning for the Nam the Canos, for the IPOB it's just to also say that look we, we, if we, we have some control here, if Nigerian government feels you know they are in charge Let's let's even test our might and see what we could do. So it has various meanings to various people, but by and large, uh, no one will have taken that, that kind of risk. To of course, I saw a video, you know, of um, people being beaten with um, uh, the, the the flat side of of cutlass. You know, they were they were met on the road and they were beaten mercilessly and asked to return home. So if if you have that kind of thing happening, then who wants to come out, especially in a region where the police are getting weakened by the day? The security forces are already being killed. So who wants to take that kind of risk? Whether you support, you know, the agitation or not, just comply. Whether you are Igbo, Hausa, or Yoruba, or Efik, just comply. So that happened, and thank God that uh, we, we didn't record, you know, any death concerning that, even though, again, Attacks happen, you know, against, uh, I think, uh, a police station, mm. um, uh, I think immigration office too, and all that. So the, 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 the carnage is still going on in the southeast. And away from yesterday's sit at home, um, is t- is th- there is still more cause for worry in that region and indeed in Nigeria. Well, uh, you know, it, it, it's a very, well, I don't know whether to say tricky situation for, for some of the governors in the southeast, considering, you know, they have to deal with these um, agitations mm. uh, within their domain. Mm. And for, for some of them, it was a situation of, 
you know, trying to challenge the uh, legitimacy or just as you say that mm. IPO, of course, uh, it wasn't significant to them to show that they had some level of control. Mm. Uh, the governors could have easily found themselves in a situation where they wanted to show they had level of control as well. And that would mean that they would try to counter whatever IPO was trying to do. And they, they, they were, some of them came out openly to say, well, uh, we will not be forcing anyone. Uh, whoever decides to obey the state of Dome order, fine. Uh, you know, uh, whoever doesn't, well, we would not be doing anything about that. But it, it's just, um, they, I'm sure they must be worried, Sig, these governors, as to how to get a hang on what is happening no, in their they, region. They, no, they, 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 they are losing it already. Um, and in their own interest, they have to also um, issue statements. In fact, I hear one of them even told people to, to please stay at home because mm. of the point I raised earlier, you know, everybody was fearful. You, you, nobody knew what to expect. Um, sit at home could mean something else. So, you know, so they had to just also, you know, talk to the people so that whatever calamity might come with that, you know, it will be reduced or mitigated, you know, to a certain level. So, in their own interest, they had to do that. They, they need more, you know, to talk to because. They, they, they are governors under the Nigerian constitution. And IPOB is saying, look, they don't want Nigeria anymore. They want Biafra. So if that's what they want, so where, where, where would the legitimacy be? Where would their allegiance be? Are they going to openly support a group like that, an outlawed, outlawed group in court? At least according to the federal government, you know, and the court. So they don't want to take that kind of risk. So they, they were like just sitting on the fence. You know, at one point, even they themselves, they didn't. I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure even any of the governors came out of of of, of their houses, the government houses. You know, so just to make sure that they don't get these guys angry, especially those one, those of them that were harmed. The the, the video we, we saw yesterday, they, they, some of these uh, enforcers, IPOB enforcers, they, they they had weapons with them. So who wants to go against? That kind of thing. And if a governor, except for, of course, <laughs> he is not from the Southeast, um, Governor Wiki, you know, the IPOB has been making an extension of rivers. And the governor has been pushing them that, look, you can't do that. This is not an Igbo land. Of course, if you know a community, you know, when you are coming from Aba into Portacot, there is a place called Obigbo. Mm. That's where you have a lot of Igbo people living. You know, it's, it's like they, they are first port of call coming to River State. Mm. Except for that place where there was also partial compliance. You know, the governor didn't allow, you know, that kind of thing to happen in, you know, in Port Harcourt. But for the Southeastern Southeast governors, I, I, I don't think anyone will have taken that kind of risk and it will have been reckless if they had issued any statement to the contrary. Well, the report about the Senate Home Order is on a lot of the dailies uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for. The punch, killing fields, airborne headsmen killings, rise to 52, Niger bandits kill 16. Uh, comes with the rider, we close shops when house are youths were brandishing cutlasses. That's according to an Igbo trader. Now, the pan-northern socio-political organization, Arawa Consultative Forum on Monday, said Southeast leaders had left their responsibilities for a separatist group, the indigenous people of Biafra. The ACF National Publicity Secretary, Mr. Emmanuel Oyawe, said that this in an interview uh, with The Punch as the number of those who died during headsman attack on three Eboni communities rose to 52 on Monday. 
The ACF, in a statement by its chairman, Chief Audu Ogbe, issued a travel advisory to Northerners planning to visit the Southeast. He said, except such trips were matters of life and death, they should be shelved. The spread of violence in the Southeast continued with 11 people killed in fresh attacks. During IPOP's stay at home order in Enugu State, a former High Court judge, Justice Stanley Naji, hmm. was shot dead along, gory video. along Urbiano Tunnel. <laughs> Uh, Enugu on Sunday evening. Also, one of uh, punch correspondents on Monday learned that the corpse of the chief provost of Nigeria Immigration Service, Imo State Command, Okemute Mrere, who was assassinated on Saturday, was discovered in a bush on Sunday morning. Mm. Uh, between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. on Monday, Good View Hotel, uh, the naked axis of where Imo State was burnt. In the afternoon, gunmen burnt the Amandube Divisional Police Headquarters in the Isu local government area of the state. Also on Monday, four policemen were killed in various parts of Enugu. Sources told one of our correspondents that one policeman was killed in Uwani, in Enugu South, two at Ingbeme area of Coal Camp, another killed along Okwara Avenue, opposite Central Bank of Nigeria, all in the Enugu North. Uh, in a Boeing state, a policeman and four Biafran agitators were killed at Nundo area of the state during IPOP's theater murder. While expressing concern about the killings, the ACF spokesman Yahweh said the Southeast leaders should live up to their responsibilities. I stated that the firm was only concerned about how Southeast leaders had abdicated their responsibilities to IPOP. Uh, the, it goes on. Uh, the riders, ACF warns Northerners, we can attack to Okay, well, it's there uh, on the punch as well. Uh, there's some others uh, there. We closed shops when Hausa youths were brandishing cutlasses. Uh, is another uh, <laughs> on uh, the punch. Uh, those are some of the uh, riders that come uh, with that story. Airborne headsmen killings rise to 52. Igbo uh, custom places premium on a visitor. That's according to Anese. They say uh, they've condemned the assassination of Gulak. And um, the um, spokesman, Chief Alex Obunia, described his murder as a death too many because of the wrong signal that had sent to the general public. He stated that Igbo custom places very high premium on the well-being and hospitality of a guest, adding that they also would even pay the supreme prize in order to protect the life of a guest. Well, that wasn't what happened uh, with Ahmed Gulak, unfortunately. Uh, the rest of it is there uh, on the punch. Uh, this uh, mode. Well, I, we, we, we did mention this earlier, but what do you make of what the ACF are saying? Does it appear really? Because just like we were saying earlier that uh, for the governors, they appear helpless uh, in, so, in some situation. You say they were losing it. But does it appear, the, the ACF is somewhat suggesting that the governors have just uh, taken a back seat and just left it for high pop to do their thing? It's, it's not just the governors. Like the governors, like the legislators, federal legislators. Mm. I, I don't know if they still go to the southeast anymore. You know, Abuja is so safe and they feel, and that's why the, 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 the reps member, you know, in Imo State could be giving it or maybe the caucus you know, could be just telling their governor that he sh- should do something because they are also afraid. You know, he, he, I, I put all of them in one basket, in one bag. Who's, who's, the, who's closer, it, the, the, the reps? Well, I expect that they're supposed to be closer to the people. They are supposed to, but they are always far away mm. because they, they, they hardly go home. It's just like our own here too. You know, they, they even when even when they are supposed to go to their to their constituencies they stay they will stay in the state capital you know because they know the route to their villages and all those places are not safe so they stay away and blame the governors oh, have they also made sure that there's prosperity in the land that people will not be this angry are they also not displaying 
you know a uh, 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 naked wealth you know it, it, where people now see that look except you belong to the political class you can't be anybody in nigeria and the youth are angry you know so it's it's good what ncf ncf is saying but you know we've seen you in the north that even their political leadership in some areas are failed the difference between what is going on in the north and this side is that you know here it is even more scary because attacks are coming right coming on right in the cities mm. we, we are talking about the cities here it's not to say people in the cities are more important than those in in the rural areas and those close to those forests of the north and not no that's not what we are saying but when the city once a city falls <laughs> then your guess is as good as mine that look the people in the local communities in those rural areas you know, we have no peace because pe- some people will run. Many people will run towards those villages. And of course, crime will continue there. And at the end of the day, the peace, you know, the fragile peace will be gone. So it's, it's, it's a good message to the leaders. They are not just the governors. I, I said it yesterday. Uh, you know, all these killings. I, I watched the video of how that judge was killed. You know, just pulled out of his, his car. Oh. And was shot there even while standing. You know, so I, I think they, they really need leaders of thought in the Southeast. They've been too quiet. They need to speak. We are not, we are not getting more from, from the presidency, but let us have something, you know, from the local communities to stem this. Because, see, you, you, you have, if you have guns now and your gun is useful to you, it's because you are one of the few. Yeah, they are sorry, the few people mm. that have guns. By the time people also need to acquire guns, your own gun will be useless. At the end of the day, everybody, it will now be survival of the fittest. Then, I, I, I don't know where it will be. So, rather than us blaming anybody now, we should know that for Nigeria to have peace, the president of this country, I don't think he can, you know, uh, uh, um, maybe give us that promise anymore. I don't think the governors can do that anymore. But we, the people, what can we do? If you are in a community and you, you, you can sense danger coming, what can you do? We are not talking about you fighting someone with a gun, no. But we still have a lot of role to play because the leaders are failing us. Mm. We should not fail ourselves. Many of them we from the, just with tip of their fingers, snap of their fingers, they'll be out of there. Yes, they could call a chopper. Some of them who are closer to maybe marine area could get a speedboat and all that. They will leave all of us. Maybe that's why some of them don't care, even though we know that when it happens too, not all of them will be able to escape. But we are not even looking for that kind of situation. We are saying that where we are now, we can still do something. Well, it's, it's there on the dailies. Lau and Omar Kekio APC, the plug, Gulak's mother, Earth Probe is another uh, on The Guardian. Uh, there's the Omar show arrest situation is on the number of the dailies as well. The punch has it uh, this uh, morning. It says San, others be raided by regime for attack on Shore is there uh, on the punch. Human rights activist and senior advocate of Nigeria, Bonlua Adeguroa, on Monday said the regime of President Muhammad Bari should be held responsible for the attack on a human rights activist, Omar Elisho, who only sought to exercise his fundamental human rights 
Adegoroa, who was reacting to reports that Shore was injured by a police officer during a protest at the Unity Fountain Abuja, said the publisher of Sarah Reporters had been the target of criminal prosecution on account of his non-violent campaign for good governance and accountability. Shore was injured by a tear gas canister fired by a police operative in Abuja. Uh, the politician was preparing to hold a rally with some associates when the incident happened at the Unity Fountain in Abuja on Monday. Footage of the incident showed Shore falling on the ground after the canister eat him. But the FCC police command in a statement by the spokesperson, Miriam Yusuf, denied that Shore was shot, saying there was no record of the incident. She said, contrary to the speculation, police operatives professionally restored calm at the Unity Fountain following attempts by a group of protesters to incite public disturbance. Uh, but Adeguro, in a statement titled, Nothing Must Happen to Shore, said, I urge all Nigerians and indeed the international community told the government of President Muhammad Buhari responsible for anything that befalls Mr. Shore on account of the lawful exercise of his fundamental rights. He said the Unity Fountain is a public place where other citizens have held protests in support of the Buhari administration in recent past without let or hindrance or even with police escorts. In the period when President Buhari was leading the opposition politicians, he led several protests across the country without anyone shooting at him or other protesters. He also has government to leave Shore alone and called on protesters to remain peaceful and uphold the tenets of the law. Uh, well, uh, there are a number of other uh, others that have reacted to it. Another legal practitioner, Kwelumi Olajengbezi, also condemned the attack on Shore. Uh, he goes on. He's there on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Well, I should say that uh, it's good to know that contrary to the reports that uh, the man was shot, that at least uh, it's fine and, well, it appears there was no shooting, so to speak. Um, well let me let me start by saying this that um, my first reaction when I when I saw the video even before the video Shore shot police shoot Shore and all that was uh, why would the police be that careless Mm. against this man a man that could be on the streets with his you know uh supporters to protest every day of the week why will you be careless to do that kind of thing but you know at that point it was still a developing story so i was also not reckless enough to to condemn or commend anybody until we started the videos were coming out we started analyzing the bigger picture of what really happened you know uh, and all that we still have some dark side Mm. to you know Mm. to what really happened because in that entire video there was no policeman even around around him the the closest they were to him were those in 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 their vehicles in fact we saw as they came you know to that place you know the, the siren sounded but there was no sound of any shooting then where 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 was the smoke from and you know i i i was relieved when i saw the wound that he had you know it's like also something hitting him but not bullets mm. and within the, the blood that will have come from a bullet being shot people say it's tear gas canister of course we saw smoke what kind of smoke would it have been i i think if for those who are saying Shore staged it, if it, if that was what happened with his team, I, I think whoever did that must have played on what you know our police had always been doing when it comes to dispersing protesters. Maybe they were it it, it was packaged that look but, these guys will come and they were good and we knew the first thing they were going to do. 
So at that point, you know, you want to ask yourself, will the police... In fact, there was a picture of a, 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 an ACP, a woman, a woman police, mm. that was already all over. That she was the one that shot, you know, the, 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 and, and all that. And, you know, we won't really have to be careful, especially when they have to do with social media, the, the, so that you don't get carried away. The, the police, do they always have to disperse this kind of protesters? No. Because they don't disperse all kinds of protesters. No. Well, how many? How many of the the the, the violent elders and bandits have they been able to disperse, mm. to attack? You know, so when people gather, you know, to protest, you can be there just to make sure that things don't get out of hand. So far, it's not an outlawed group. It's yeah. not. These are just citizens. Exactly. This, this, we are talking about, you know, a, a, a presidential candidate that also felt like that, look, I'm, I'm a Nigerian citizen. I'm not happy with what is going on. I will protest forever until you guys change. Or the system changes. So I think it, 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 it's the way the police should, should really behave. Because if, if they've not been, we've not been having this kind of thing, whether somebody, you know, stage whatever, it will, it, Nigerians will stand up to defend their police. That look, police wouldn't have done that. But everybody went away with that story. In fact, a lot of people still felt it was shot with a bullet. You know, and, and they, they had no business. Look at all the statements the, the lawyers have been making because it, it, it's customary of the Nigerian police to want to disrupt protests, even when they are very peaceful. So you, you won't blame anybody for, for, for giving it out to them. But I tell you, but when it comes to the social media, we really have to be very, very careful. You saw the video yesterday of, you know, so, so, uh, I think uh, the governor of Imo State mm. being chased, yeah. that some people were shooting after him. Mm. It was, it was a very old video. Some people even say it's not even in Nigeria. The governor, you know, had to come out to say, look, it's nothing like that. Nigerians, let's be careful how we share videos, how we share broadcast messages on social media. It could cause even harm to, our, to ourselves. The Guardian says we must re-strategize to win anti-terror war. Chief of Army staff tells GOCs, others, uh, comes to the radar, Huriwa accuses security agents of selective killings. The Chief of Army staff, uh, Major General Faruqi yesterday said the military must develop novel plans, processes and strategies to meet the changing nature of the battle space. He also advocated strict adherence to traditions and doctrines to make the Nigerian military a more professional and formidable one that could meet the security challenges facing the country. Noting that Nigeria is as good as the strength of its armed forces, the army chief harped on the need to develop competencies that would make the force effectively discharge its constitutional duties. The chief of army staff, in his maiden briefing with general officers commanding, field commanders and other frontline officers, pledged to rejig uh, the Nigerian army. Uh, well, remember the man was appointed the 22nd chief of army staff following the death of Lieutenant General Ibrahim Atayru and 10 others in a plane crash. And he promised to lead the military to victory in all ongoing operations across the Federation. Uh, well, uh, the rest of it is on The Guardian. Uh, the, the 
definitely expected words uh, from a man just um, getting into office, uh, having his uh, maiden briefing with the with his men. Uh, the hope is that uh, these words will be matched with action and we'll see results as uh, soon as possible. Uh, he's coming in as the chief of army, so I wonder very, uh, you know, tricky circumstances or very uh, sad circumstances. Remember, uh, the uh, former chief of army staff who was appointed in January uh, died some days back, uh, hence uh, the need to replace him. Well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, the Guardian has the stories about the COVID-19. Uh, the, there are warnings already of a possible third wave. Uh, Nigeria can't afford COVID-19 third wave. Federal government wants deactivates passports of advisor violators. FG to increase vaccine acquisition drive, oxygen reserve capacity for COVID-19 third wave. Because uh, these are all uh, measures to ensure that we do not see ourselves in a third wave. And uh, these are conversations going on across uh, parts of the world already. And we can't be in isolation considering the number of people that continue to come into this country from some of these countries. Uh, the UK yesterday, uh, in fact, uh, they... Are, they, are, they are supposed to begin to ease their lockdowns from uh, 14th of June. In fact, there are calls already uh, saying that uh, they probably should postpone or have a rethink. Uh, I saw the uh, report uh, from a university, uh, I think University of Cambridge uh, lecturer was talking about how uh, it might be dangerous uh, to begin to ease their lockdown, saying the country uh, could battle with a third wave, especially with the Indian variant uh, that is already in the UK. And uh, it was reported here as well, uh, the Indian variant. So we, we just have to be careful. We, we, we've been lucky so far, mm. but we should not push our luck mm. so that it will not become hard luck for us. So um, we need to listen to governments. This is not the time to, to think like uh, anyone is a strong man. Mm. Um, what what is required from us is not so hard. Thank God we are not in a lockdown. But we can still also have attitude change or return to those non-pharmaceutical, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that we were using. Face mask is all, it should always be a must. You know, where you are alone somewhere, you don't need to use it. But once you get into a crowded place, you should always have it in your pocket, you know, or in your car. And you use it immediately hand washing and all that so uh, I, I think many people still can still not explain it why we are so exempted this way but we should not live on that and uh, begin to live dangerously uh, it's, it's important to note though that you know some, some of these uh, non-pharmaceutical measures uh, talking about the wearing of face masks talking about uh, the uh, cough practices or sneezing practices mm. what they say about coughing into your elbow sneezing mm. into your elbow uh, even things that should, people have forgotten and, that and there, there are even things that should not be about the COVID alone I remember the other day I was uh, talking with an expert on tuberculosis and mm. she was saying or yeah, she was saying that these are even things that we should have been practicing a long time ago uh, against ailments like tuberculosis for example you know avoiding coughing in open areas you know and, and some of these things so uh, be, 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 because but because the education you know, just wasn't there uh, um, tuberculosis it wasn't this widespread. It mm. it wasn't a worldwide thing. Mm. You know, this 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 one is different. That's why it's called a pandemic. It's different. It's all over, everywhere. Somebody flying in from anywhere could take it to another country. Then another person leaves that same airport, you know, and, and takes it to another country. So it, it's 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 something different from you know uh, tuberculosis, even though. You know, personal hygiene ought to have been the normal thing anybody could. When we're in the primary school, you always have a wash and basin, you know, at, you know, at the entrance of the class for, for, for those who went to kind of school that we went to. You know, you have it. You have, you have towel. 
It appears you went to a good school. Yeah, it's when you know public school. Oh, you were public, a good school. public school. Once you are coming back from break, mm. you know you have played football. Your hands will have been dirty and all that. You you wash your hand before going into the classroom. Interesting. You know, so how how did we throw away all that? <laughs> Is that expensive for us to maintain? Mm. It's not. You know, it's just part of the human nature. Human beings can be very careless and. We've got to this level now that uh, we have to remind ourselves again that look, these things are not hard, you know, for us to comply with. Well, as you, as you talked about whether it was expensive to achieve, uh, the first thing that came to mind was water availability, and then I remembered all of a sudden, uh, June, <laughs> <laughs> June is the month uh, the Ogusei government had said uh, by the end of June we might begin to have water. So in uh, Abel Kuta, yes, well, we're looking out for that. Ah, we shall celebrate that. The, the Nigerian Gateway says two years in office, Abiodun scores administration high. Says Ogun recorded giant strides in 24 months despite COVID-19 and SARS. Uh, I'm sure that was something. Uh, well, the Nigerian Gateway is a weekly, so you uh, you don't understand why. I'm just mentioning this. Uh, police arrest five suspected vandals with trucks of looted railway sleepers. Uh, that appears to be a common occurrence these days. This happened in Kaduna. I remember just over the weekend there were reports that Enugu uh, State some individuals were arrested uh, v- while vandalizing. My 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 worry is where where are they selling these things to? That that you know. Police really have to be discreet in their investigation. Who who are who are the receivers of these materials? Because I hope it's not a situation where we're stealing real lines from Kaduna and selling. And you are selling. And <laughs> it's something like that. You know, I remember the the Nepal days. Along when you are going to Imekoa for mm. from Abel Kuta, some guys will just maybe midnight. They will have losing all the string. They used to hold the cables. Mm. Then you are coming another, maybe another morning, and all the cables are gone. They will have cut, maybe they will cut at Himala. Then they will cut at some other place, maybe Obada, Idemi, and all the cables are gone. But these are not cables that people use in, in, their, in, homes. in their homes. I, I hope that is not what is happening. Because, uh, you know, if... You don't have some a receiver somewhere getting stolen goods from you. I don't know where you steal any goods anyway, except maybe you just want to consume that good yourself. But this is not what individuals consume mm. that way. So the police should really help us. Who are the receivers of these things beyond just prosecuting this one? It, it, it might have been a ring, you know, of some criminals doing this across the nation. All right, just before we get to, get to talk to you, desire to be rich, I should mention this, says desire to be rich, not yastic for success in journalism. Uh, Pembishim founder cautions upcoming journalists. Now, the founder of Pembishim Media, Prince Dimitri Kadia Didi, just called on media practitioners to guide against quick rich syndrome, stressing that aggressive pursuing of money is not a yastic for success in journalism. Pembishim reports that he made the call while delivering a lecture at the maiden edition of annual lecture of Association of Mass Communication Students, Amacus, at Colorado University, but I the guest lecturer, pointed out that journalists can attend greater height through their passion for the profession, adding that journalism is a noble profession, noting that love of money in journalism might endanger the credibility of the, prof- the profession. Uh, Pembushim further reports that Kaudi Adediju spoke on the topic fake news and journalism, issues, challenges, and way forward, encouraged the upcoming journalists to be passionate about their profession. The former Zonal Secretary of the NUJ called on practitioners on need to do away with fake news to avoid loss of credibility, recalling that fake news was responsible for the 1963 civil war in Nigeria 
I think that the end result was massacre. Well, the rest of it is there on the Pampushin newspapers to look out for. Desire to be rich, not the Aztec for success in journalism. <laughs> Pampushin father cautions upcoming journalists. Is there? Well, you know, you know what is going on now in journalism. Yes, we know. We, we, we love to call it a noble profession. Mm. But it's, it's only be noble if you have uh, people who are impressive, mm. you know, in, in the, in, in the, on the job. You know, and being impressive is not about you writing good stories. It's about you not also making journalism to look like uh, uh, public relations. Strictly a balamuche uh, Exactly, you mm. know, and some, some of these young people see some of us and they, they look at the car you ride and they look, ah, this bomb has not blown. You know, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. you know so they, 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 just, they don't want to go through the same route with mm. you. So they are looking for shortcuts. And it's not just in journalism. It's, it's everywhere. It's all over now. And the, the, the youth, you will have to sit them down to repeat yourself all over again. That look, you need to calm down. Money will look for you when you have paid your dues. But when you have to look after, chase after money, of course, when you grab the money, it won't stay with you for long. All right, let's get here from you. 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. There's also 0818111-1079. 0818111-1079. Good morning. Good morning, Wale. Good morning, Samson. Good morning, Good morning sir. My name, yeah, my name is Olu Ebola. I'm here calling from the People's Parliament in Lena in Adopta. Yes, I want to agree with all that energy. That you don't have to take it easy. Make sure you practice in journalism very well. I'm telling you, by the time you have your integrity in place, money will come looking for you. Mm-hmm. I saw the video yesterday where I was on the marsh. You know, I don't know, probably attacked and people were running out of scatter. Where was they? Where did they get all these arms from in the first place? I think government needs to really do something. The video is actually very old one. No. It, it didn't even happen. It's, that it's that was the point the, they were making. It's not even the governor. And that is it. I mean, I mean, we just have to see how the more arms of the mob. Okay, well, he's talking about the arms angle. Well, we were looking at it as a fake news situation. It, it, even look, it don't look like someone from a campaign ground to me. Mm. Hello, good morning. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, Mr. Thompson. Morning, sir. Good morning, Good morning. Um, Wale and then Mr. Thompson. You remember sometimes last year, I always called on your radio station. Most especially... I attack your constituency, mm. which is journalists. And uh, sometimes last year, when we are talking about social media, what people spread on social media, mm. I think I said so many things about it. Look, there is no difference between average Nigerian politician and average Nigerian followers. If politicians make up their mind to destroy this country, the follower too. It's like they are not interested in Nigeria. They want Nigeria to destroy. Because I don't see the reason on earth someone will just carry his phone and start spreading false information. The information that you know that if the bubble burst today, even if you are spreading it, yeah, it's that you are, you are you will not escape it. Mm. <laughs> Even if you don't love yourself, common sense is to tell you your children, where are they going to go to? Mm. Nigerians, think twice. Oh. Even we fall is not meant for Solomon alone. <laughs> Apart from that, 
look, if the bubble bus today, these people have their private debt. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. I'm calling for Miyakari Nolomi. The issue of the police and the protesters, I believe our Nigerian police, people want our security. They don't understand the word the power of people that are doing the democracy, 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 and people continue to cry for their rights. That is the problem we are having. If they need to be trained, I think they, they have to do so. It is where they are behaving, the oppressor, the oppressed people. People are not Wow. Hello? Okay, sorry. But we got your point already, I guess. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. I'm waiting for Mr. Aliake. Good morning, Mr. Arizona. I, I think in you know, the biggest problem we have in Nigeria is this. The politicians, they have a place where they meet. They have meeting points. The, the elected representatives, whether at the lower place or at the highest level, they have a place to meet. But the generality of Nigerians, we did not have a place to meet. Mm. We didn't have a meeting point, and that is the problem. Mm. If the federal government cannot defend, cannot protect us, the state government cannot protect us, I think we should protect ourselves. Mm. If the, at least, if the federal government is saying, they don't empower, they don't allow a, a, a security outfit like a motel to carry arms, and the police cannot protect us, I don't see the reason why we cannot protect ourselves. And if the, if the police cannot go after Amroba or, or bandit and the Amotek and all the groups are ready to tow, they should allow them to carry guns. And if we have if we did not lose our portal, I don't think anybody will just come to our place and go score free. We should be able to as, a, as an African man, we should be able to protect ourselves. Right. And then, I think that is the problem with us. Right, we, we need to have a meeting place. Right, that is right, the, right. the point. All right, th- thank you. Th- thank you very much. I love your when points are made about African man and you know what we have. I remember the Amatego boss was here the other day saying, "Yes, they are correct." Bukwara <laughs> Nijana. Uh, it's, it's just interesting, but yeah. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hi, turn on the volume on your radio. Thank you. Uh, good morning. Yes, good morning. Quickly, please. Wow. Hello. Hello. Wow. Hello. Hello. Hello, good morning, Mr. Yeah. Walibakari. Good morning. Good morning, our public analyst in the studio. Morning, sir. My name is Akin from Sabu Abelkuta. Uh, it is conspicuous that a lot of things are happening in our country, Nigeria. And I believe that before the uh, this problem we are now, our constitution lacks some credibility. And that is why we are having loopholes in our system. Mm. And we have tried our best immediately after this, ha- this thing is happening. That is our first best that I ever tried. Mm. All that we are doing is a self-serve. Wow. Hello? Wow. Hello? I don't know. Um, it just appears... Okay, we, we lost our call as well. Apologies. Uh, you could try again. Uh, hopefully, you will get connected this time. Um, but we'll mention some tweets. Okay, uh, I think uh, hopefully we'll get clearer now. Or it will get luckier Hello, with this. Good morning. good morning. Yes, good morning. Hello, online. 
What's your name? Where are you calling from, please? Oh, no, no. I'm from Luxembourg. Okay. Good, good morning. Thank you very much. Olakomi Larry on Twitter says, There's no doubt hell has been let loose going by the way criminals are having a field day in carrying out their nefarious acts. It is amazing that Fugitive Kanu has now become a de facto president of Southeast. Kanu and his prescribed diaper will soon declare no election. Uh, Shegun Boogie says, Part of the problems in Imo can be largely attributed to the Supreme Court judgment between Emeka Edio and Uzodima. I think it's high time PDP called the ADO. I talked to him and asked him to address the people of Imo publicly hmm. for peace to reign. Hmm. Hmm. That's a very interesting one. Um, uh, well, not to suggest the man knows about what's happening, but his words could help. <laughs> that's, that's deep. <laughs> Michael says, Chino Achebe didn't see this when he wrote things fall apart. Presently, Nigeria thinks don't Pafuka. Edward Bami says, aside from Gulag, the provost of immigration and a former CJ were also killed on 